It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast on a Thursday, the Thursday before the Super Bowl. Happy February 1st to you. A lot to get to. I'm James Erpine, your host. We do this every single weekday. If you're new to Locked On Bengals, it's a daily Bengals podcast. So if you're a fan, hit that subscribe button. Listen to us here on iTunes, Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, Google Play, and so much more. Also, right now I'm looking at LockedOnBengals.com, and it's a beautiful website if I say so myself. And if you go there now, you're going to get every single Locked On Bengals podcast. You can see Jeremy Hill highlights, and he posted his goodbye on Twitter. Plus, plenty of other insight as well, including my guy Andre wondering why Mike Brown hates Bengals fans the Bengals' interest in re-signing Russell Bodine, and so much more. Plus, my mock draft 1.0 is on the website now, LockedOnBengals.com. And I, great to have you in, a couple days away from the Super Bowl. And the, the Super Bowl coverage is crazy to me. Like, some of the stuff that they dive into. And here's an example of it. Before we dive in, because we have a really good show for you here, really good podcast, including... The Bengals, they landed someone Aaron Rodgers wanted. How many times does that happen? There's one. Two, we're going to reflect on the Jeremy Hill career, the career of Jeremy Hill. But first, this is an example of the coverage that some of these these networks are doing. This is NFL Live, ESPN, great stuff, right? Usually, this is what they were talking about during NFL Live yesterday. I called Doug Peterson's wife, Jeannie, just after his press conference, Trey. I asked him, is he asked her, is dead serious about ice cream at home as well as at the football facility? She said, absolutely. He likes vanilla, and he's got to have a banana split, and that'll make him happy. Me, Trey, I'm a Cherry Garcia guy, Ben and Jerry's. I'm sure Brewski's got that. TB12 avocado ice cream going in the room at night, right? Uh, yeah, I don't eat that, Trey. Yeah, no. There you go. So th- that's the the interesting interesting content coming at the Super Bowl. So if you want like really in-depth great Super Bowl talent, no Super Bowl coverage, check out the Locked On Eagles and Locked On Patriots podcast. You heard Mark Schofield here on this podcast, Locked On Pat's host on uh Monday he was on this podcast and they do a great job. Check them out. Locked on Eagles, Locked on Patriots. If you're looking for the Super Bowl coverage and the insight, and we'll get into the, the Super Bowl a little bit here tomorrow on the Locked on Bengals podcast, that's where you want to go. You, you can think about Cherry Garcia and talk about ice cream, which I love ice cream. Big fan of it. I would be kind of interested to try the avocado ice cream, but I don't really like avocados. Um, but as far as the, the whole needing to know what Doug Peterson, what kind of ice cream he needs, I don't really give a damn. I don't. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Let's dive into the Bengals, shall we? Three minutes into this podcast, I haven't mentioned the Bengals much. And let's dive into one thing because uh, I want to get into, in about 10 minutes, we'll get into the 
Alex Van Pelt and what Aaron Rodgers said about him. Because it's interesting. Alex Van Pelt's the new Bengals uh, quarterback's coach, and Aaron Rodgers apparently wanted him back and is pretty annoyed at the Packers for not bringing him back. But first, let's start with Jeremy Hill. Because Jeremy Hill posted on Twitter yesterday, and you can check out the tweet, you can check out the highlights on LockedOnBengals.com. But he posted highlights and said goodbye. And he tweeted out and he said, well, it's been a hell of a ride. And, and thanks, Cincinnati. And to me, I think about Jeremy Hill and I think about his time here. He said, here's the quote, been one hell of a ride, Cincinnati, on to the next chapter. And I think about a lot of different things, but I think most fans, when, when they think Jeremy Hill, they think of this play. The back's in the eye behind A.J. McCarron. He will turn left, give it to Jeremy Hill. On, Hill Jeremy. running down to the 20. The ball comes out. The Steelers pick it up and get tackled back at the nine-yard line. Are you kidding me? The Bengals are pointing to the ground, but the Steelers have the football. That's Bengals play-by-play man Dan Horde, and obviously we know what happened there. We know how that story ended. The Steelers had the football. They lose. The Bengals lose then 18-16. They were going to get their first playoff win in forever, and Jeremy Hill, a lot to do with why they didn't. And it's kind of sad thinking about the, the future of Jeremy Hill and it not being in Cincinnati because it was once very promising. A lot of people forget the excitement that was around Jeremy Hill. Thunder, lightning. Giovanni Bernard, Jeremy Hill. Hill comes in his rookie year, gets off to a semi-slow start. And then what does he do? He explodes. He puts the team on his back. And that's right. I said he put the team, Jeremy Hill put the team on his back in 2014. Rushed for over 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns. Look up the stats if you don't think so. And he does that. And he carries them to the playoffs. He's the biggest reason why. Because that year, A.J. Green, he didn't play in the playoff game. But they had A.J. Green and Jeremy Hill. Outside of that, Marvin Jones was out. Tyler Eifert was out. This team needed weapons. And Jeremy Hill was that weapon. He was that guy for them. And it's crazy to think about. But I caught up. This is before the Locked On uh, On Bengals podcast existed. Before the network existed. And I caught up with Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk. You see him on NBC Sports. And I discussed a bunch of different things about the Bengals, about the upcoming 2015 Cincinnati Bengals. And I asked him who the breakout player would be on the 2015 team. And uh, here was Mike Florio's answer. Well, I mean, Jeremy Hill's the easy one to say. But, I mean, he, he kind of broke out last year. But, you know, and, and I know that it's a delicate balance with he and Gio Bernard. But, you know, Hill could have like a Le'Veon Bell type of a season in in 2015 his second nfl campaign but you know a lot of it depends on how much they're going to use bernard who was the you know he was the 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 hot young second round pick a couple of years ago and then hill came in and kind of supplanted him and it could be that hill just takes off with that job this year so that was mike florio after jeremy hill's rookie campaign a Le'Veon bell like sophomore campaign is what the prediction was and obviously that never came to fruition and it was capped by the fumble in 15 at the end of the 15 season. And he just never recovered from it. Never, ever, ever recovered from it. After 1,100 yards in just eight starts, he had 28 starts over the next two seasons. Think about that, 28 starts. And he only ran for 
quick math here, 1,635 yards. <laughs> 1,635 yards in 28 starts, eight starts in 2014, over 1,100 yards. His average went down per attempt from 5.1 to 3.6, 3.8, and then 3.1 over the past year. It's just sad, man. It's just sad. Even receptions. He had 27 receptions as a rookie. 15 the next year, 21 the next year. <laughs> Everything was better his rookie year. And there was so much promise, and now he says goodbye, and we all knew it was goodbye, and everyone's assuming it. But where is he going to go? Like, if you're a, a team and you need a running back, you want Jeremy Hill? Is that the guy? Is that the player you're going after? Jeremy Hill. Because to me, I look at it, and I think instead of Jeremy Hill, maybe you draft a running back. <laughs> maybe you sign some other free agent running back. To me, Jeremy Hill might be available. And that's why I'm not sure it's going to be goodbye. Can you 100% rule out a, an OTA? Let, let's say there's a sprained ankle or a, a, some kind of ankle injury to one of the, the Bengals' running backs. Let's say the Bengals draft a, a running back to replace him. Or Trey Carson is the guy as the third running back, and he sprains his ankle in training camp, and he can't practice, and he's hobbling around, and they wonder, or, or really injures his ankle, and they wonder if he's going to start the, the season on the pup list or something. Are you wondering, or, or, or do you question whether or not they would bring him back if he's available? Of course they'd bring Jeremy Hill back. The Bengals do that all the time. So it, if it is the end, it certainly didn't end the way anyone expected. It didn't. Not after one year. I mean, Jeremy Hill's 25 years old. He was 22, ran for 1,100 yards with eight starts, five yards a carry. We talk about these rookie running backs having success. Jeremy Hill was one of those guys. Jeremy Hill, the rookie, had a better season than Joe Mixon, the rookie. And I know part of that was offense, and I know part of that was just a number of touches early on in, in offensive line. I get that. But it's just crazy to think about what he'll be remembered for, which is the fumble. When I kind of remember him putting the team on his back in 2014 as a rookie, he had 222 rushes as a rookie, right? 1,100-plus yards. 2015, he had one more rush, 223 rushes, only 794 yards. 2016, 222 rushes, same as his rookie year, 839 yards. Oh, oh, how the mighty have fallen. And a lot of you, and I don't blame you, are going to remember the fumble against the Steelers in the fourth quarter with the game essentially over that happened January 9th, 2016. I'm James Erpine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. If you want to bet on the Super Bowl... Boy, do I have a deal for you. Check out mybookie.ag. It's the place to be. They have the fastest payouts in the industry. And right now, you're going to get up to 50 or 50% 50 bonus on your first deposit. So if you deposit 50 bucks, you'll get up to 25. If you deposit 300 bucks, you'll get up to $150 bonus free money with promo code locked on. You know who's going to win on Sunday. Let's be honest, you do. Right now, Eagles four and a half point underdogs. There are plenty of prop bets I like. One, at mybookie.ag, I bet on it last night. Over, under, Brady pass attempts, 38 and a half. 
I took the over, hands down, bet on that sign, seal delivered. I don't think the Patriots are going to be able to run the ball much. Dink and dunk. They're going to have to throw the ball a lot. The past three Super Bowls Brady's been in, he's thrown the ball more than 40 times. I think it's actually the past four. I lied. So guess what? Brady going to have to chuck it. He, he threw it. I know it was overtime last year and they were down by a lot. Threw it 60-plus times last year. Brady's going to throw it over 38 and a half times. And with that being said, get your money. That, that's the one I take. Try it out now. MyBookie.ag. It's the place to be. Use promo code Locked On to get up to a 50% bonus. Again, that's promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Bengals podcast, and let's transition here because now who knows if Jeremy Hill stays, goes, but let's transition to something I heard on Golick and Wingo this morning. And it was really interesting, and that airs every single day uh, locally here on ESPN uh, 1530, the, the station I work for here in Cincinnati from t- uh, 6 to 10, and that's how I pulled the audio. And this is Aaron Rodgers being asked by Trey Wingo, what he's kind of been bothered about from this Packers offseason, and it relates to the Bengals. Here's Trey Wingo and Aaron Rodgers. But you mentioned some of those changes that, that you thought were a little curious. What were some of those changes you thought were a little curious? Well, my quarterback coach yeah. didn't get retained. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I thought that was uh, <clears throat> an interesting change, uh, really without consulting me. Um, there's a close uh, connection between quarterback and quarterback coach. Um, And uh, that was an interesting decision. That's Aaron Rodgers. And by interesting, you know what he means by that? All right. So if you have kids in the car, turn the radio down for a second. Uh, Just just turn me down for a second because I'm about to curse. Hey, what in the world were you freaking? No, I'm not going to curse. What in the world were you doing? What in the heck were you doing? Letting Alex Van Pelt go. That's my guy. And guess who got him? The Bengals did. So the one big free agent the Bengals can pick up is a quarterback's coach. Hey, I'll take it. Woo! They got a free agent who Aaron Rodgers wanted. Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. You know what that shows, though? The Packers are one of the most overrated organizations in sports. They're so damn overrated. They're Aaron Rodgers. Like, if they don't have Aaron Rodgers right now, they're the Browns. I'm serious. A losing organization that no one pays attention to. One guy, and they can't even keep him happy. They can't even keep him happy. They're the Cavaliers, and they happen to stumble into LeBron James. They went from Brett Favre to LeBron James, or Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers. That would be like going from Jordan to or, or someone like that, Patrick Ewing to LeBron. To me, the Packers, they lucked into it, and they can't keep Aaron Rodgers happy. And... It benefits the Bengals because we don't know much about these assistant coaches. Let, let's not act like we do. We don't. I never followed Frank Pollock in Dallas. I know he coached some good offensive lines in Dallas. But if, let's just say, three offensive linemen were like, why the hell did they let Frank Pollock go? Three Dallas offensive linemen. And they made a big stuff about it and, and admitted that publicly like Rodgers just did. I think as a Bengals fan, I'd be like, huh, that's pretty cool. Look at that. 
Look at that. Do you see this? They they miss him, and we got him, and we got him. It's the supply demand thing. It, that's exactly what it is. And so, looking at that and thinking about that, I, it's a no brainer to me. It, it's just a no brainer. Like that's awesome. That's great news for the Bengals. Great news. Does it translate into him making Andy better? I have no idea. But they went from Ken Zampezi, who there was no demand for, to a guy where Aaron Rodgers was like, he's a former NFL quarterback, by the way, and Aaron Rodgers was like, what the hell are you doing? What the hell are you doing? Why are you letting my guy go? Why'd you do that? So to me, I look at that, I think that's a huge plus for the Bengals. It might not be. It might be more of an indictment on the Packers. Either way, though, the fact that the Bengals got a guy that Aaron Rodgers clearly pissed off that they didn't get, that's got to be a positive, right? I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. A ton on the blog or the website, however you want to call it, LockedOnBengals.com, including the highlight video of Jeremy Hill. Sorry, Jeremy. It was, it was a short run, four years. Thought it was going to be so much better after that rookie year. Plus, if you missed yesterday's podcast, why Mike Brown is smiling, McCarron's future and Andy's value, that's on the the website at LockedOnBengals.com, and why we've had plenty to cheer about at Paul Brown Stadium. My guy Steve Herman takes a look back at the Marvin Lewis era, the good times. Let's reflect back on the good times. He does that as well. So check that out, LockedOnBengals.com. And I just wanted to take a minute here before we close up shop and get, get into to, tomorrow's show and, and sign off here for, for today's podcast and just give you a shout-out, give you a big thank you, because... January was a huge month for Locked On Bengals. It was a big month, and I know early on it was because of Marvin, but we maintained it, and our website had a big month as well, and we're just getting up and running. We're getting our riders going, and this offseason is going to be so much fun. There's going to be so much, so much in-depth coverage, a look at the prospects, the ins and outs of these guys, and I just got to let you know, I just want to thank you first off for listening Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for going to LockedOnBengals.com and following on Twitter at James Rapine and at LockedOnBengals. And also, stay tuned. Because if you thought January was fun, the offseason officially starts. (laughs) It officially starts on Monday. Right? The the offseason officially starts Monday, so that's when we're going to, for everybody, and that's when we can go all systems go draft, all systems go combine, all systems go prospects, all systems go free agency, all systems go forward. So please, if you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Make sure you bookmark LockedOnBengals.com. Follow us on Twitter. And, man, it was a great month in January. It was a great start to 2018. I want to keep growing. I want to make this bigger. I want to hear from you via email. James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. Got an email yesterday uh, from a couple different listeners. Nicholas in Canada, shout out to you. Certainly a shout out to you. He's on he's on board with my let's keep Eifert around. Even if you're not, I it's fine. Disagreeing with my my logic, totally fine. That's what I like. I enjoy that. I enjoy back and forth. So thank you so much. We're going to get into some prospects, look ahead to the, not look ahead, get to work on the offseason, and so much more. It starts next week. It's what's going to happen. And uh, look ahead to the draft. I know I've done one mock draft 
but there's some free agents. I know uh, my cap guy, Andre Parada, is going to join me on the podcast some. I know I have a former college football player doing some film breakdown for us. It's going to write for LockedOnBengals.com as well. And yes, Joe Goodberry, favorite of the show. I know a listener favorite of the show. He will be joining me as well. He had some big news today. Joe joined The Athletic here in Cincinnati. I'll have him on to talk about that shortly as well. But uh, until then, I might even get Joe on tomorrow. I'm going to try to work on that. Maybe I can get Joe on tomorrow and and he can talk about what he's going to be doing with The Athletic. We're going to start the music over because I'm I'm talking more than I I realized I was going to. Um, But yeah, try to get Joe tomorrow. We'll do some Super Bowl conversation as well. And just be prepared because this offseason, talking mock drafts, you're going to know about players now that end up on other teams and just get the most in-depth, best off-season coverage. You're not going to get it anywhere else. It's Locked on Bengals and LockedOnBengals.com. I appreciate you listening. Have a great night. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine on Twitter. At James Erpine, at Locked on Bengals. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you uh, you use the promo code Locked On if you check out mybookie.ag. Until tomorrow, I'm James Erpine. This has been the Locked on Bengals podcast. Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.